Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Recorded live. You are worthy, Lord. 
Amen, amen. The Lord bless the children of God. We greet each of you once again. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and our Savior, our strength and our Redeemer. Very present help in times of trouble, shield, buckler, supplier, sustainer, everything that we need is in him. We just got to find out about it, search it out, check it out, and get to know that God's got everything that you and I need. For those of you that have been worshiping with us, you know we're working on our most recent topic, God's Got a Better Way. Whatever we are thinking, whatever we are planning, whatever we are looking into, God's not only got a better way, he's got the best way. Capital A in our outline, all the people, even tax collectors, when they heard Jesus' word, they realized God's way was right. Luke seven twenty nine, Matthew 5, 46. Capital B, new life. That's the, the best way, the best God's got the best life imaginable for you and I. Acts 5 and 20, 2 Corinthians 5 and 17. Capital C. Once you know, don't turn back now. Once God has revealed to you the better way, don't go back to the crazy way. Second Peter 2 and 21, John 15, 22, capital D. Little righteous is better than the wealth of the wicked. A little with righteousness. We looked at Psalm 37, 16, Proverbs 16 and 8, and brings us on down to capital E, the most excellent way. The most excellent way. You'll find this in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 31. Apostle Paul writes to the saints in Corinth. But eagerly desire the greater gifts. And now I will show you the most excellent way. Once again, 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 31. But eagerly desire the greater gifts. 
And now I will show you the most excellent way, capital E, the most excellent way. Let us pray, Father, in Jesus' name. Again, we thank you. We praise you. We magnify you. We appreciate you, Father, for being who you are and doing what you do. We thank you, Father, for your wisdom, your knowledge, your guidance, your leadership. We thank you for your patience, your long-suffering. Father, we thank you for not dealing with us as our sins and iniquities deserve. We thank you for your mercy, your grace. So many great things, Father, that are in you that you have bestowed upon us. We appreciate you. We are eternally grateful. As we study this evening to show ourselves approved unto you, work men and women who do not need to be ashamed but who rightly divide the word of truth, we pray, Father, for your enlightenment, your understanding of the Scripture. Reveal to us, Father, what is hidden and show us, Father, what uh, we can't see, that we may... uh, do those things that are more pleasing in your sight. We trust in Father, as we are touching and agreeing, asking in the name of Jesus Christ, you will de- do these things for us in his most precious name, we pray. Amen and amen. Capital E, the most excellent way. We see here in First Corinthians chapter 12, Apostle Paul deals with spiritual gifts and then brings us right on down into chapter 13, which deals with love. Now, in most things, you will start out with the lesser or the lower and build up to the higher or the greater. The Apostle Paul does this in regards to spiritual gifts. He starts us out with with, with, um, talking about spiritual gifts and different types of gifts and how the Spirit of God manifests himself. But then he crescendos, he climaxes with uh, verses on love. Why? Because love is the most excellent way. Love is the goal of all the spiritual gifts. See, some some individuals think that the goal of spiritual gifts is to make more money. Or some people think that the goal of spiritual gifts is to, to... or get more people following you. Or some people think that the goal of spiritual gifts is to be more popular. Uh Uh-uh. The goal, the goal of spiritual gifts is to bring men and women into love. And as you bring men and women into love and into a deeper relationship with love, you're bringing them into God and you're bringing them into a deeper uh, uh, relationship with God. Love is the fulfillment of the law. All of that, what God was talking about in the Old Testament, he's trying to get people to love him with all their heart, soul, strength, and mind, and love their neighbor as themselves. Love is what it's all about. Love is the goal. Love. God is trying to get us to love him like we're supposed to and love one another like we're supposed to. We're about done tonight, children of God. Love. Very, very. And Paul says, look. Now I will show you the most excellent way. Now, God says something here. Paul says something here that's very profound. Paul says, now I will show you the most excellent way. You say, Apostle, what are you trying to get us to understand? People, love has to be shown. One of the saints said it even before, before it came out. Love has to be shown. Not just talked about, not just studied, not just preached and taught. Love 
has to be shown. Paul says, look, I didn't say I would, I would just preach to you the most excellent way. I didn't say I would just teach you the most excellent way. Now I will show you the most excellent way. God wants you and I to show love. Love is the only thing that you see in scriptures that is not only a fruit of the spirit, but it is a spiritual gift. Spirit, the, the, the fruit of the spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, meekness, self-control, love, joy, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control, nine aspects of the fruit of the spirit. But then the Bible also talks about uh, uh, gifts, apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, pastors, teachers, working miracles, gifts of administration, contributing to the needs of others. All but then it tells us love as the most excellent way. Love is a, 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 a aspect of the fruit of the spirit, and it's also a gift of the spirit. Paul goes on to tell us what love is. Now, now this is very important. You say, Apostle, why is it important to love what is, to know what love is? Because if you don't know what love is, you won't know what love is not. If you don't know who God is, you won't know who God is not. If you don't know what the word says, you won't know what the word doesn't say. See, you, in other words, if you don't know certain things, you position yourself for bamboozlement. You position yourself to be tricked. You position yourself to be deceived. God, when Jesus said, look, take my yoke upon you and learn of me. Learn of me. What are we learning of? We're learning of love. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. When we study the scriptures, all we're doing is studying about love. Now, if you don't want to, if you don't want to, to study the scriptures, you don't want to study the word of God, you, then you don't want to study about love. You don't want to know more about love. So then what will you operate in? You're going to operate in more hatred. So we've got to, God has got to show us himself. God is so awesome and God is so, 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 so mind-blowing that it takes him to explain him to himself to us. Love is him. God is love. They asked me once in Ghana many years ago. A young seminary student came up to me and said, Apostle, you know, there's a question that our, at our seminary school got everybody stumped. None of the instructors can answer it. Answer it. None of the students, nobody can answer it. I'm saying, I'm going to ask you. I said, go ahead. He said, what is God? I said, Lord. God said, Robert, tell him I'm love. The Bible says God is love. I said, God is love. He does all sorts of things. But what the essence of his character is love. Now, you know, you know, you look at these chairs in here, and the Lord is kind of giving me this as a parable. If somebody was to say, what is this chair? What is it? Well, it's in the, it's in, we use it as a chair. But what it is, is metal. That's what it is now. It's been shaped and formed and fashioned. I mean, you can do it. But what it is, it is metal, all right? What God is now, God do a whole lot of things. He's a consuming fire, you know. He's a, you know, he's a provider. He's a healer. He's a, he's all this. But what he is, is love. That's the essence of his nature and of his character. And him dying in the likeness of sinful man. That's all Jesus was. It was God in the likeness of sinful man. He 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 expressed his character to humanity. 
Now, part of the reason why God takes such an offense at, oh, at, at you or at me when we don't accept Jesus Christ as our personal Lord and Savior is because what we're doing then is we're throwing God's love right back in his face. In essence, we're saying to God, when we don't accept Jesus Christ, because that's the only uh, sacrifice for our sins. That's the only thing that can get us in a proper relationship with God. But when we don't accept that, then in essence, we're saying, ah, forget, forget your love, uh, God. So God be saying, all right, then let me forget you then for all eternity. Hell, God literally died in the only way that he could so that you and I could be saved, so that you and I could have a right to eternal life. Now I will show you. So we understand about love, that love must be shown. Love is not meant to be kept as a secret. Love is not meant to be. It, love is meant to be shown. Just like the gospel is meant to be spread, you a closet Christian. You a Christian, but don't nobody, don't nobody close to you know it. Something's wrong with that. Something's wrong with that. No, no, everybody close to me ought to know I'm a Christian. Now, that's one way to help keep a lot of you phony jokers away from me, knowing that I'm a Christian. A whole lot of you, you see, see individuals love. Love, Jesus said it like this, I and if I be lifted up from the earth, I will draw all men unto me. He didn't say all men would come to him. He said all men will be drawn to him. You say, Apostle, what you driving at? I listen out there on the sound of my voice. I know you're drawn to this ministry and you're drawn to this broadcast. I can see the downloads. I see all y'all out there. He might be trying to hide and slip and do it in secret and try to do it so think nobody knows. But I know you're drawn because God, God is being lifted up. When we lift up God, when we lift up Jesus, people are going to be drawn, whether they come or not. A lot of times they're staying away as hard and fast as they can as an indication of how hard they're drawn. God didn't say they would come. He just said they would be drawn. In other words, they would, there'd be something in them that <clears throat> pulling them to when God is being lifted up. You can be in a crowded anywhere, crowded restaurant, and, and, well, at least me. I don't know about you all. And people can be talking about all kinds of different things around. Let somebody start talking about God, start talking about Scripture. Now, me personally, I'll tune right into that. I'll, I'll tune right in to that right there. I, now, everything else will get filtered out. I don't care nothing about you know, his wife is cheating on him or politics. But somebody start talking about God, I'm, I'm, I'm tuned into that. Because I, 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 the essence of our being is drawn to our creator. Whether you choose to go or not, that's your business, and you'll be judged according to that. But the essence of your being, I have to understand my voice. You say, Pastor, how are you going to speak for me? Because uh, God has already spoken for you. You're a human being, and you've been created in the image and likeness of God. The essence of your being, the essence of my being is drawn to God. Now, you can fight that. You can kick against that. You can try to run from that. You can get, fill yourself up with all kind of other meaningless little activities and different things. But the essence of our being as human beings is drawn to our creator. So what is God letting us to know? That the essence of our being is drawn to love. It was that the essence of our being is drawn to love and is drawn to, to where, we, where we feel loved and where we, where we are loved. Now, now, God says, Robert, it's important to point this out to my people. It's the difference between feeling loved and being loved. See, and that's how some of us get tricked up. That's how some of us end up in, 
in the wrong relationships. That's how some of us end up in the wrong churches. That's how some of us end up in wrong in wrong stuff. Because there's a difference between feeling love and being love. See, the adversary is a master at making people feel love. That's why you got women every day. They get themselves tricked up by men. Get themselves, and that's why you got men every day. Get themselves tricked up by women. Come find out she didn't never really love you. She just wanted your money, or he he didn't never really love you. He just wanted yeah. Because the adversary and his children are a master at making individuals feel, making things look like the adversary. He's a he's a he masquerades. The Bible talks about how. You know, Satan himself masquerades as an angel of light. Whatever you've got for real in the kingdom of God, you've got a counterfeit in the kingdom of darkness. You've got a counterfeit. You've got a, you've got a replica. Most anything in society that, that is very, very desirable and, and, and of quality, you've got some characters that go out and, and make, make something that look like it. Most anything. Don't you know that they, the Air Jordan tennis shoes? Cost you a couple hundred dollars. Don't you know that you, you got some characters go out there and make some Bobo shoes look a lot like Air Jordans? Call them Bobos. You know, instead of the jump man, it'll be the hangman. But, I mean, he'll be in the same kind of position. Whatever. It's Bobos. Most anything. Rolex, watches. You know, you go to New York City, you got the boys on the street. Man, Rolex watch costs you thousands of dollars. You go on the street and get pick up a, a Bobo or a knockoff Rolex for about uh, five, five, twenty dollars five to $20. So most anything that is of value, anything that is good and very good, the adversary and his children are going to make a counterfeit. God says it's no different with love. And see, so this is why, thank you, Holy Spirit, this is why the Holy Spirit had to speak through the great apostle Paul and let him reveal to us through and by the Spirit of God what love is. Because when you know what real love is, then you can spot the counterfeit. If you don't know what a real Rolex watch is, you go pick you up one of them Rolex watches on, on 42nd Street in New York City, and you think you'll be cooking with grease. I got me a real Rolex. Not, people, that, people that have real Rolexes, they, they know that right there, son, it's not a real Rolex. People that, that have, you know, they make cars that will look like, look like something more expensive. Anything, more clothing. Whatever is made that is very, very good, somebody is watching it to make an inexpensive counterfeit brand of it. That's how Satan operates. He wait till God makes something real, real good and very, very good. He got to wait because he don't create nothing. He's not the creator of nothing. He's not the preserver of nothing. He, he's a counterfeit. So what he got to do is wait for God to make something, then he go and, and, and make something counterfeit. He got to wait. He got to wait. He don't even know what to do until God, he got to wait till God speaks. Then he know what to come, to, 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 to try to come against. He got to wait till God, he be just waiting. God be like, all right, Adam, do not eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. So now he start working on getting Adam to eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. He got to wait. You must run go, he's our opponent. He's our adversary. Now watch this right here. God said, give it to him in human terms. Robert does get this right here. Picture tennis match. I'm getting ready to serve the ball, or Serena's getting ready to serve the ball to the opponent. What's the opponent got to do? Huh? Uh-uh. We ain't served it yet. So what's the opponent doing? Getting to receive it. Do you know where it's coming? No, you don't know nothing. They're just over there standing there waiting. It's not until the ball is hit and it's coming at them that they normally start moving. Why? Because they got to wait and see where it's coming. Well, if you got an opponent in tennis, you standing there getting ready to serve, and that joke running from baseline to baseline, you're going to know something wrong with them. 
What kind of butt? What you doing? I, I'm not getting, I'm getting ready. You can't, how you going to? They stand right there and wait until the ball is hit. Then they start moving. Well, that's what the adversary does. He waits. He waits till God say something. He waits till God do something. He waits. And then he tries to counteract it or come against it. Let's get ready to wrap this on up here. So, love, pause the look. I'm going to give you some uh, wisdom by the Spirit so that you can know what love is. Then when you know what love is, you can know what love is not. See? And this is why, again, now, this is why uh, the Lord is dealing with me now. This is why a lot of times, especially young African-American males, they end up going out and do real, real crazy stuff. Because many of them have not seen a, a, a proper example of a man in operation. They've seen uh, gang members. They've seen drug dealers. They've seen pimps. They, so that's what they think it's supposed to be. Well, what, one of the things that, that we have to do, children of God, and this is even one of the reasons why many people in the world don't, don't want to get saved, because they've seen Christians involved in all kinds of craziness. This is why we want, to, we want to set an example. The scripture talks about us being examples. The world ought to be able to look at us and see that there's something different about that, that, that man, something different about that woman, something different about that child, something different about that, that, that church, something, something different. We ought to be an example. Now, again, whether people want to, to join or be a part or not, what we will do by, by being an example is we will make Christianity attractive. Bible talks about how we ought to do all that we can to make Christianity attractive. Love, love, real love. Now, pause and look. If I speak in the tongues of men and of angels, but have not love, I'm only a resounding gong or a clanging cymbal. So now here we have some of the most profound gifts in operation. But Paul said, without love. So, so you said, Pastor, what are you trying to get us to understand? God wants love to be the motivating factor in all that we do. See, that was the motivating factor in all that Jesus did. Even if Jesus looked at you and called you a snake, if Jesus called you a hypocrite, he did it in love. Some of the, some of the things that have hurt individual our feelings the most were things that were done in love. And, they, and, 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 and when they are done in love, they can help us the most. Jesus looked right at you, you know, you'd be doing something. Call you a hypocrite. Call you a snake. Call you a viper. John the Baptist did the same thing. Why? Because Proverbs says that wounds from a friend can be trusted, but an enemy multiplies kisses. A wound or a friend in love, well, ultimately a friend that, that loves you is trying to keep the worst from happening to you. An enemy will multiply kisses. Why? Because the enemy... Want to, it won't want to get you to look stupid, do something stupid, or get mess around and get yourself destroyed, get yourself hurt. So love needs to be, we see love needs to be the motivating force. Verse 2, if I have the gift of prophecy, I can fathom all mysteries and knowledge, and I have a faith that can move mountains, but have not love. I am nothing. If I give all I possess to the poor, surrender my body to the flames, but have not love, I gain nothing. Why? What is all this? God said, look, because love was not the motivating force in all of this that you did, you don't get nothing out of it from God. You get not, If love is not the motivating we're going to close. We're not going to go too deep because the rest of this chapter just deals with what love is. 
but the motivating factor must be love, or we don't get no, we don't get nothing for that. Now that's strong. That's strong because we, you know, human beings, we doing a whole lot of stuff every day. All of us doing all kind of stuff. God wants us to to make sure that what we are doing, what we are saying, you know, what our plan, our purpose, and our mo- is motivated by love. Because no matter how great it is, I mean, we just finished watching the uh, the college uh, national championship. Oh, man, they had singers out there singing. They had explosives blowing off. They had smoke blowing and all kind of thing. All this spectacle of events. But the motive wasn't love. So as far as God is concerned, you know, now we all we all excited about it. it it's all kind of big stuff to us. But if the motive of it, i tell you what the motive of it was. It's the same motive that is of most big spectacles that men put, up, put on and put together. The motive is be money. I bet you we can't even get the figures on how much money was made. When you count up every, somebody has pocketed deep, 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 deep change, deep, deep money as a result of all of that spectacle. Hundreds of thousands of people at the game, or how many millions of people watching all around. Somebody has made somebody, somebody's has made a whole whole lot of money. And the tragic thing is that be the motivation of too much. God says of human behavior. Most excellent way. Most excellent way is not money. You know, I was I was talking with some friends of mine uh, some time ago. You know, most of us, you know, think that money is, you know, we thank God for money. Don't get don't get us wrong, but money is ultimately money is paper. It's men that have assigned the value to it. Money is just paper. When you boil that money is paper. It's men that have signed the value to it. See, it, it, you know, there be all kinds of things. Understand that that whatever there is in the physical realm, you and I assign value to it. You and I assign value to it. You and I can make it uh, very, very uh, important, or you and I can look at it and say it's not important. You take gold. Gold is basically it's a stone. It's a it's a pre- I mean it's a precious stone. You don't have it but so much, but it's a stone. It's men that have said that right there is what that is valuable. It's men. So you say, Apostle, what are you, what are you trying to get us to understand? We have the the ability to assign worth and value to whatever we choose. Now, what you better do out there under the sound of my voice, say of the Lord is you better assign worth to the stuff that God assigns worth to. You better assign value to the stuff that God assigns value to, or you're going to mess around and find yourself shocked on the judgment. Now, that's all I got to say. That's about all I got to say. Because God said, look, the things that I esteem, you all reject. And the things that you all esteem, God reject. God said, I ain't thinking about no money, Robert. God said the cattle on a thousand hills belong to me. Everything is mine. Now, you take money. Most of many people think that money is such a big, big deal. 
Suppose somebody came up to you and said, well, look, we'll give you $100 million, but we're going to uh, cut off both your arms, cut off both your legs, and you're going to have to just spend the rest of your life as like Caterpillar Boy. Would you take it? $100 million, but no cutting your arms off and both your legs. I mean, you got enough money to get yourself a prosthesis and do all, would you take it? No. I, my, I just finished watching American Gangster on, on television. I remember the lawyer offered, made a deal to uh, one of the chief gangsters that had got caught. He said, look, he said, you can be rich and spend the rest of your life in jail, or you can, you can be poor and, and possibly get out. If somebody came to you and said, all right, we'll give you $100 million. Oh, man. But you got to remain in prison for the rest of your life. Would you take it there? Or somebody comes to you and say, all right, I'll give you $100 million, but uh, we got this, uh, this needle here with HIV virus in it, and we're going to shoot you up with HIV. No, come on. So what do we understand? That there are many things that when we slow it, when we slow it down and we look at things very well, we, there are many things that are more important than money. All right? Or somebody say, all right, we'll give you $100 million, but you're going to, after you die, you're going to have to go to hell for eternity. And see, that's the thing that gets me with, with a lot of these so-called Illuminati and all, a lot of these, these uh, actors and musicians and superstars. You mean to tell me you're going to talk about they sold their soul for, for a few dollars in this little temporal life to spend eternity in hell? I really think many of them don't believe there's no hell. I, I really, because I, if, if you know, with a, with a sound mind, you can't compare no amount of money, no amount of fame, no amount of popularity with spending eternity in a lake of fire and burning salt. You just can't. You just, you just can't. So, you know, we understand that, that there's a lot of things we'd rather have than a whole lot of money. I'd rather have my health. You know, somebody said, all right, we'll give you $100 million, but we're going to give you this drug, and you're going to be just as crazy as a Fruit Loop for the rest of your life. Will you take the money? No. So I understand that my sanity. What are things that you might burn it up, like the Joker did and, uh, and that thing. So we understand that our sanity. Uh, somebody said, all right, like I said earlier, I'll give you $100 million, but you've got to spend the rest of your life in a closet. So then our freedom is more important. A lot of things more important than money. So the adversary has deceived a lot of people in making them think that the love of money is such a great thing. No, money is just, it's just a paper that men have assigned value to. Yeah. Okay. People are carrying carrying money around in wheelbarrows just to buy a loaf of bread. All that kind of thing. One of the things he's talking about after World War Two, how did you know World War One? The money in uh in Germany was was so worthless. And here's the thing, children of God, and this way some of you all better be careful of right here in the USA. With with some of the the terrible 
uh, um, decisions that are being made by leaders and things, don't be surprised with that same kind of thing would go on right here in the U.S. It, what we are trying to fix our deficit and to fix our economy is some of the same stuff that many of these other countries did right before they went into a full-scale inflation. It's the exact same thing. We are about $18 trillion in debt as a country. And instead of us trying to pay it off and instead of us trying to clear the slate, our government is just printing money, printing money, printing money. And that's some of the same things that many other countries did right before they, right before inflation became so crazy that, like we were talking about, people were going around with wheelbarrows full of money just to buy a loaf of bread. Money is only valuable when people see it as being valuable. If it gets to the place where, the, where people no longer see your money as valuable. I have left Nigeria. You know, Nigeria, there's a lot of corruption, a lot of kind of different things. A lot of countries around the world don't want to deal with Nigerian currency. I have left Nigeria at times with, with, with thousands and thousands of their naira. Get to Europe and different places and can't even exchange it. Be like, no, sir, we don't, we don't want it. So all of that, what could have bought me and done all kind of things for me in Nigeria, now that I'm in some place else that don't value their currency, it's, it's just pay. It's just now, it's just uh, more weight I got to carry around in my luggage. So remember, things are only valuable because somebody has assigned value to it. So then we got the power. We can assign value to the word of God, which will bring you eternal reward. Or you can keep assigning value to money. We can assign a value. We can assign value to praising God. See, you got you got what you got to do is you got to line the thing, make the things that are valuable to you the things that are valuable to God. I rebuked one church very seriously in Nigeria uh, last time I was down there. Big church. I think hundreds and hundreds of people and different things. After the message was preached and taught, in fact, those of you, you can go right on YouTube. Apostle Robert Bryant in Kwale, uh, Delta State, Nigeria, on, on YouTube. And you see, see the, whole, the whole program, part one, two, three, four, and five. But at the end of the, the ministration, you know, I said uh, uh, when the altar call was made, there were three young people that came up, three young people that came up for, to accept Christ as their Lord and Savior. And, you know, many of the saints were acting like, uh, you know, uh, no, no big deal. And I said, look, you know, in heaven, you've got a praise party going on. The Bible says there's more rejoicing in the presence of God and of his angels over one sinner that repents than over 99 that need no repentance. I said, now here are three souls that are coming from darkness, coming out of darkness into the marvelous light. How dare we be so off from God's program and plan? I said, now, if these same three young people came up here and said they was going to give 100 million naira, I use their currency. If they were going to give 100 million naira to the ministry, I said, well, I bet you we'd get a whole different response then. But these three young people coming up here to confess Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior, and saints, so-called individuals, supposedly individuals that know the Lord, acting like it's no big deal. Lord, help us. Lord, help us. That's the definition of the love of most waxing cold. You don't even care now that people are getting saved? You, let me get this straight. You know, it's, no, it's no big deal now that whether people get saved or not. Something's wrong with you. Something's wrong with you. 
We have the power to assign value. We have the power to assign importance. We have the power to assign or to attribute uh, uh, what's meaningful. We have the power. Well, God has already let us know through his word what's valuable, what's meaningful, what's important to him. Let us line up our values with God. Let us line up what's important to us with what's important to God. Let us line up what, what's meaningful to us. Let, be, let it be lined up with what's meaningful to God. Because if not, you're going to be, you find yourself rebuked, and you're going to find yourself, it's not going to be pretty for you. It's not going to be pretty. God's got a better way. Stuff that's important to you, God, I got some stuff that's, that's really more important. God said, you think that, that money is important. God said, I, I feel like your eternal soul is, 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 is being in the right place is important. You think that, that being comfortable in life is important. God said, I think that your character develop, being, being developed like Jesus is, is important. God is more concerned with our character development than our co- temporary comfort and ease. We like comfort and ease. God likes character development. We try to run from suffering. God be leading us right into suffering. Why? Because we got different values. We got different values. We want to be comfortable. We want everything to be. God will lead us right into something that will hurt real, real bad. Right into something real, real uncomfortable. Right into something that's real. God. We be trying to run to the comfortable place. Everything is all fluffy. Fluffy and nice. God's got a better way. Didn't always say it feels like a better way. Didn't always say that God's way looked like a better way. But God's got a better way. The cross was the better way for Jesus. The cross was better. Why? Because it opened the door so that you and me could be saved. How exactly would we be saved? Anytime there's something good, somebody had to go through some messy business to get it. Remember, we saw the movie not too long ago, and we're going to close out uh, into the, what, the harder to see or whatever? What was that? In the Heart of the Sea, that movie, with uh, wasn't it? Well, they were dealing with how that, I think, in about the 1800s or whatever, you know, they were lighting, uh, they were using whale oil to light lamps and stuff. So these these whalers, these cats would have to go out, you know, and basically it was, a, a you know, kind of like a, a, re, a story about Moby Dick, but how they would go out and risk their life to harpoon these whales and, how they would have to dig down into the where they got the whale oil from that you put in the lamps or the lights and be burning. They'd have to drill a hole, basically, or go down into the skull of the whale and scoop out barrels. I think they call well, you know, scoop out and, and get so many barrels of this stuff and come back and then sell it. Very, very popular till characters start finding oil in the ground and, and, and different things. But whatever you are enjoying, whatever I'm enjoying, Somebody had to go through some some messy business for that, some nasty business, some 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 difficult. We all we love to sit down and watch a good NFL game. I was talking with one thing earlier, I think earlier yesterday. He was talking just as crazy as possible. But do you realize, that, you know, that for us to sit down and watch a college football game or sit down and watch an NBA game, do you know what what kind of training them guys go through? You you out there that ain't never played nothing or ain't you ain't got no idea what kind of suffering those young men and your women too have to go through to be tops in these sports. 
In the NBA, one of the first things they do in training camp, bring you in and put 225 pounds on the bar. And, hey, you just bench press. See how many times you can do it. Some of you all under the sound of my voice couldn't lift 225 pounds right now with a gun to your head. If somebody said they were going to shoot your mama right in the stomach, you couldn't lift 225 pounds. You'd be crying, I'm sorry, mama. The heels and the training and the playing hurt and back-to-back, 82 games, oh, man. Whatever you are enjoying, somebody had to go through something. Very, very difficult for that. Somebody had to go through some messy business for that, and you just enjoying it. We just enjoying it. So what God do? Since God is a God of balance, he, he will work real hard on making sure not only do we, and see this is what, that we, we just taste the enjoyment side, he will let us taste some of the suffering side. That help you appreciate that help you appreciate. That's why you must run your child, tap a car, make them pay some too. So they'll understand that they hard work had to go had to go into to fixing this thing too. So they they get get Because if all I'm doing is just driving, I'm just laying back and he ain't paying for nothing. They don't understand. Let, the enjoyment side, the suffering side. Get a taste of both. Get a taste of both. In Christianity, there's an enjoyment side, but then there's a suffering side. God said you got to get a taste of both. Understand how this thing works. If all you do is get the enjoyment side, then you, you, don't, you don't realize what it took for that enjoyment side to exist. And then, too, if all you do is, is experience the suffering side, then you can get discouraged because you don't, you'd be like, well, what good is it? All I'm doing is suffering, suffering. God said, get your taste of both. God's got a better way. One of the things he's saying, you need to know the cause. You need to know the cause. Or whatever it is, I don't care if it's anointing. You know, whatever. Anytime you see something that that somebody got that real, real great, or real, real good, or real, real valuable, somebody had to go through something real, real terrible to get that. Normally, normally, got diamond. You went down to Zales, got your wife a night. Every kid's. Begins with K. You went down there and bought your wife a diamond. Spent you don't you know, man? So I've been some of them places, and I've been to some of them places in 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 South Africa and different things where uh, uh, African brothers and sisters out there, all barefoot, all in the mud, all in the hot sun, and they're digging them diamonds out. You went to every kiss begins with K. You went to K. K. Jewel. I don't know if we still broadcasting. Look like I'm super. You all at Zale with a big smile on your face. You know what some people had to go through. That gold watch, that pretty gold watch you got, slapping people digging down in the earth, all up on the ground to bring that out. You don't know. You just shining, looking good. Somebody, somebody had to go through something very, very terrible for that, that which is very, very good. You know, we go down to a place. Place not too far from here called Kings. Get a uh, uh, get all kind of meal, feed feed four or five people for eight ninety nine. Ask the chicken. Oh man, eight dollars ain't no big. Deal. Ask the chicken. What he? What? <laughs> Ask the chicken. The chicken. What he had to give up. 
so that you could enjoy. Ask the chicken what he had to give up so that you could enjoy that little that that little that uh that inexpensive meal. Ask the chicken what he had to give up. I'm just saying, come on, buck, buck, buck. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, we thank you again tonight, Father, for sharing and talking with us. We appreciate you, Father. We pray that the words of our mouth, the meditations of our heart have been acceptable in your sight. Oh, Lord, our God, our strength, and our redeemer. Father, we ask that you watch over your people as we part one from another until we come together again. May the grace of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, the love of God, the sweet fellowship of his Holy Spirit, rest, rule, and abide henceforth, now, and forevermore. Surely goodness and mercy will follow us, children of God, all the days of our life, and we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen and amen. Question one. What what happens to people uh, when God is lifted up, that's that's the question. What what happens to people when God is lifted up? Um, question two. Let's get uh, five things that love is not, and then question three: five things that love is. Five things that love is not. Five things that love is. Let that be it. Thanks. You can reach us through email at thechristianchurch at gmail.com. Check our website at www.ourchurch.com backslash member backslash g backslash tccc. Feel free to join us on TalkShoe, Spreecast, YouTube, and iTunes at 9 and 7 p.m. daily. On TalkShoe, call 724-444-7444 and try 17959. On Spreecast, type in Robert Bryan on YouTube and the Christian Cern Church channel. You can see excerpts of Apostle Robert Bryan on YouTube. Donations should be sent by using the donation button on the church website or our talk show homepage. God bless you and heaven small you in Jesus' name. Amen. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.